0: Good morning, I'm Tebby Cruz, it's Wednesday, July 19th. How are wet winter weather is impacting coastal temps this summer? More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. San Diego residents will have to wait up to three more years to learn about how the city uses surveillance technology. Last August, the City Council passed an ordinance that set a one-year deadline to identify what surveillance tools are being used, get community input, and then secure City Council approval for their continued use. But the deadline is fast approaching, so Council members voted yesterday to extend it by three years. The City has identified hundreds of surveillance items needing review, but not one has gone before the City Council for approval. Results from a Title IX assessment of SDSU were released this week. In the report, the law firm Cozen O'Connor says, the SDSU center responsible for responding to Title IX violations, including sexual assault and harassment, lacks the infrastructure required and is under resourced to carry out all of its functions. The school has convened a team to review the report's recommendations. Summer vacation is over for thousands of students in the South Bay. This morning classes resume in both the Chula Vista Elementary and Sweetwater Union High School districts. 90% of students in both districts are members of minority communities. For many of them, English is not their first language. Alejandra Enzunza is principal at Sweetwater High School. Our English learners are all our students. We work with community members to see what supports we can give any family, regardless of their language or any barriers they may have. Both the Sweetwater and Chula Vista districts are on a year-round schedule, making them the first in the county to return for the fall semester. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need.
1: Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, we invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.
0: A heat advisory for the county's valleys goes into effect at 10 this morning and will last until Saturday night. Temperatures are expected to be up to 105 degrees in the valleys, the mid-90s for inland areas and 104 degrees in the county's mountain areas. Temps along the coast will be a lot cooler in the mid-80s. Reporter John Carroll says there's an explanation for that. If you travel back and forth between the coast and inland areas of the county, you might have noticed it. Even though we're in mid-July, the coastal areas have yet to see any blistering heat this summer. NATIONAL WEATHER SERVICE METEOROLOGIST BRIAN ADAMS SAYS THE MARINE LAYER IS HANGING AROUND LATER INTO THE DAY, AND THE REASON FOR THAT IS FOUND IN OUR COOL, WET WINTER AND ITS EFFECT ON OCEAN WATER TEMPERATURES.
2: THE BIG BODY OF WATER, AS THE PACIFIC OCEAN IS, IS REALLY LIKE A BIG HEAT SINK, SO IT HOLDS ON TO THAT COOLER TEMPERATURE A LOT LONGER THAN THE AIR
0: ABOVE IT DOES. But Adam says even the coastal areas will experience hotter, more humid weather into early next week as a huge heat dome over the southwest spreads westward. John Carroll, KPBS News. A political fight is brewing over the typically bipartisan annual defense spending bill. San Diego Democratic lawmakers say Republicans are playing politics with national security. Military reporter Andrew Dyer has more. A nearly $900 billion annual defense bill passed the House last week by a razor-thin partisan margin. All but four House Democrats voted against the bill after Republicans added several last-minute amendments cutting or gutting Pentagon policies on diversity, transgender health care, and abortion care for service members.
2: The majority of Americans, including the majority of Republicans, think service members should be able to get health care, um, think that they should be re- be able to travel if they need to get health care, and understand that joining the military doesn't mean you should have less rights than if you're a
0: civilian. Congresswoman Sarah Jacobs joined fellow San Diego Democrats Scott Peters, Juan Vargas, and Mike Levin in voting against the bill. San Diego Republican Daryl Isa voted in favor. The Senate version of the spending bill is expected to pass the democratically controlled Senate this week without those Republican amendments. It will then be up to leaders in both chambers to reconcile the bill with negotiations expected to stretch into the fall. Andrew Dyer, KPBS News. Coming up, how pop culture will be used to teach people about law at Comic-Con. So I've learned
3: a lot from pop culture from properties like Star Trek, Star Wars, even uh, some of the the 80s cartoons, G.I. Joe Transformers that I grew up on.
0: We'll have that story and more just after the break.
1: we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.
0: At this year's San Diego Comic Con, Rady Children's Hospital is hosting a panel on how its doctors are using 3D printing and virtual reality to help with complex surgeries. Health reporter Matt Hoffman takes us to the lab where the technology is growing, thanks in part to video games. In this Rady Children's
1: Hospital lab, video game technology is the foundation for creating virtual models to help surgeons perform complex operations, like heart procedures, transplants, and other surgeries involving the brain or spinal cord.
2: We wanted to have a
1: tool that would be easy for them to use without needing to have all this additional training Param Golami is a research engineer at Radies. Before this, he was a video game developer. He says any body part or bone can be turned into a 3D model using a CT scan or MRI. He remembers the first time observing a surgery using the technology. They had a reconstruction of the heart open and it was sort of surreal to see that. Like, oh man, this thing that I created is having a material impact on people. I I can see that in a way, it's helping make someone's life better. Radies engineers are showcasing how they're using virtual reality and 3D printing during a panel this Saturday at Comic-Con.
0: Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. Another panel at Comic-Con will be hosted by Stephen Chu. He is a self-described geeky fan, but he is also San Diego's first Asian American federal magistrate. And for the four days of Comic-Con, his two identities intersect. Arts reporter Beth Accomando explains. As a lawyer, Stephen Chu often heard the refrain of win at all
2: costs. Then he became an assistant U.S. attorney.
3: We were taught to do three things in every case. Do the right thing for the right reason in the right way.
2: Wait, that sounds a little bit like Superman's old mantra.
3: Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way.
2: Chu actually takes a lot of inspiration from superheroes and pop culture. His office is filled with collectibles reflecting his fandom.
3: You know, so Captain Picard here, the epitome of a Starfleet captain of dignity, command, fairness, and also justice. Mr. Spock up here as well, you know, the epitome of logic and reason.
2: Comics and law books take up equal space in Choose Chambers, reflecting his dual passions. He goes to a shelf and pulls out a Daredevil comic.
3: He's an attorney as well, a blind attorney. He became an attorney to fight the bullies because he was bullied a lot growing up and believed in the rules of law. I've been preoccupied of late with uh, questions of morality, of right and wrong, good and evil. I never liked bullies and I wanted to stand up to bullies. And the law through exercising the rules, enforcing the rules is, I I believe, a way to do that
2: who will now be enforcing the law from a different vantage point. He was recently sworn in as a U.S. federal magistrate judge.
3: Uh, People are supposed to be equal under the law, and the law applies equally to everyone, so it should be a fair playing field, and that often is the role of the judge to make sure that it is fair.
2: Choose dual identity as a respected judge and a pop culture nerd led him to join the Legal Geeks, a group of real attorneys and judges with a passion for films, comics, and science fiction.
3: I view it as our mission to educate people about the law and to make it fun and accessible. So we do these mock trials, these pretend trials. We did a Star Wars uh, court-martial about Poe Dameron. We do not deny Captain Dameron's actions. We've shown you why he did what he did. We therefore ask that you find Captain Dameron not guilty for disobeying orders, not guilty for mutiny, and not guilty for conduct unbecoming of an officer. And we try to make it uh, as realistic as we can, you know, with real rules, following some rules of evidence and how a trial would actually happen, but also putting it in that fictional setting.
2: The hope is, it'll get people to think about the law.
3: We want people to care and to get interested in, in the law. We've had people tell us, you know, you guys are the reason I'm going to law school or the reason that I, I'm I'm going into a career now in the law and I'm ready to take that bar exam.
2: This year, Chu will be on a Comic-Con panel Thursday night, addressing the legal issues raised in the Indiana Jones movies.
3: Issues such as, you know, can he actually keep the items that he's finding in all these places under this fictional treaty for the protection of antiquities? Um, what about the partnership agreements that uh, he may have with people who he's working with?
2: The legal geeks will also raise questions about the government classifying the Lost Ark of the Covenant as top secret.
3: So Some of the attorneys are going, to, are going to be exploring, well, what is the government's authority to classify these items? Um, What right does the public have to learn about these through mechanisms like the Freedom of Information Act or any other mechanism? Should the public have access to the Ark of the Covenant? I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let other people decide. We'll discuss the issue and kind of let the audience decide.
2: Chu approaches the mock trials with the same diligence as a real one.
3: I'm drafting out my arguments, I'm writing outlines, I'm meeting with witnesses, I'm prepping them. I'm also giving them mock questions, like, okay, you might get this question, that question, let's let's do that.
2: Chu's dedication to the law, whether in a mock trial or a real courtroom, is impressive. And when he suits up in his black cape, I mean, judges' robes, he seems every bit a superhero trying to protect the ideals of the legal system. I just feel better knowing he's out there. Beth Accomando, KPBS News.
0: Steve Chu's Legal Geeks panel takes place tomorrow night at 7 p.m., and requires a Comic-Con badge to attend. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening, and have a great Wednesday.